Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the Book of Dionysius podcast. Your book is your own, but we will be adding chapters into it constantly. The book is always changing and always progressing. Now, it's time to get back to the story. Please take your seats. It's now time to open the Book of Dionysius. Back again, trying to stay consistent this this year with the Book of Dionysius podcast. It's already season three, episode two, and I'm here with a new guest. Y'all haven't heard this one yet. You know, I just just met her, but I feel like I've known her for a minute. So, guess go ahead introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? I am Shay. I'm so so grateful for the opportunity to be a part of these podcast, y'all. Top tier. He's a great dude, cool as <laughs> heck. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, Shay, how you doing? How how's Masscon been so far since you've been around? How's it been? I'm doing good. Masscom has been great. If you ain't know, I'ma tell you. Masscom is the best department at Xavier. Talk about it. Talk Ask about your it. mama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. So this episode, a little bit. Like I said, season three is going to be a little deep dive on how I see perspectives and, you know, sort of how the world sees perspectives and sort of see how we can combine those two and bring them, bring them to y'all. So I got an interesting question on uh, Instagram, actually. They said uh, how um, to talk about how social media sort of changes the perspective of love. And I was like, that's a big one. That's a big one. So before we even start with the conversation, how we, how social media sort of affects that, Shay, what do you look for in a partner when it comes to building that relationship? Before you even thinking about social media or anything of that nature, what's what's your uh, checkpoints? What do they have to hit? I feel like I've grown to not look at the person as I want him to be my person. Mm-hmm. But to start off at a friendship foundation, because even when you're in relationships, you really don't know that person that much. I feel like oftentimes we jump into relationships because, oh, he's cute. Oh, he's tall. Mm-hmm. He's this. Oh, he's that. But when you don't allow yourself to really know the person on the inside and their mannerisms and their morals and what they believe in and stuff like that. So, like, I'm firm on now I want to build a relationship in Christ. Mm-hmm. That's my goal That's is to, because if it's not from God, then I don't want it. That's my main, my number one. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's important to understand that person and not only that, understand yourself. I feel like yes. a lot of people, um, when they don't know who they are or don't know what they want, they go and see to try to find that in somebody else and that you never can really build anything from that because you don't have, a foundation within yourself. So for me, it's more so about, like you said, building that friendship, that relationship with somebody, that bond, and see where that can go from there. I feel like the more you, sometimes people have jumped into things and they work. You know, sometimes that does happen, but most chances is you have a better chance at when you understand yourself and you bring that to a person who also understands themselves, you tend to grow in love better. Because I don't believe in falling in love. I believe in growing in love. Yes. So that's been going on since the beginning of time. You know, love has been around forever. 
Um, then social media popped up. <laughs> Changed the game with how we Changed view the game. relationships and all that because it feels like, for me, I think with relationships, it doesn't feel like there's any type of privacy anymore with relationships. You know what I mean? I feel like social media changed how much we share in relationships and how much people see from the outside looking in on a relationship. What do you think about that, Shay? I feel like sometimes we we see too much, but then we don't see enough. And like you said, outside looking in, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. We mm-hmm. don't know the situations and everything that goes on in, within the relationship when it's just the two people. Like, of course, we could have our ideas on, well, he done this and he done that. You can't put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Right. And you can't. I feel like also people don't understand you look at a situation different when you're not in love with that person. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I hear you telling me, like, okay, if a friend was to tell you, like, well, that's not right. He doing this. He doing that. But they looking on the outside. You don't know the person that I know. Right. You haven't been through what we've been through. Yes, too much be put on social media. But then again, social media now likes to idolize these relationships. Oh, I want a relationship. Like, da 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 mm, Yeah. yeah whole time they getting divorced in three years and you ain't even know. Right. <laughs> so it's like. I, I, I agree with you there. It's sort of people see things online, see relationships online and base their their own personal perspectives mm-hmm. on that when that could be not even what you want for real in a relationship. That could be something that doesn't fit with the person that you're with. You know, so many variables when it comes to relationships and things of that nature that it's sort of hard to navigate until you sort of been in that space and know how to, the more you understand about that space and the more you understand about yourself, the better you'll be in relationships. But from a different perspective, I think social media sort of changed the game with relationships and not not in a good way or a bad way, just how we view them and value them in a, in a way. I feel like it's valued differently than relationships of our parents, of our grandparents. Mm-hmm. It's, it's tough to see because on both sides, I'm not, I'm not, First of all, let me just get this out here. I'm not one to pick and choose one side. When one side is wrong, the other side is also wrong. I'm not one to pick sides. But you do see online, like, some individuals, I will say, <laughs> some individuals are like, oh, he's got he's to gotta have this. He's got to have mm-hmm. this. He's got to have such and such. You know, he's 6'5", you know, mm-hmm. um, um, Hellcat or whatever. And I'm like, you – how are you going to find that in a 20-year-old? You know what I'm saying? That's, that is few and far between. And then on the other side, it's like, oh, she's got to have, you know, less than such and such partners. You know, she's got to basically, you know, fit in the, a certain criteria of beauty standards when it's like, also, bro, that doesn't fit into a lot of standards for women. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I feel like social media has changed what we view as normal. Like, the normalcy of what people see on social media is different than the normalcy that we see in real life. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that, Shay, with seeing on social media how that sort of changed the game with relationships? Um, first of all, I feel like people forget that social media is not reality. Mm. Put out what you want people to see, what you want people to know. Editing is a real thing, and people be thinking like, oh, well, I want a girl that got this type of body or, you know – Stuff like that, guys that got this much money, but you had a, you have to start from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you see that he got this Hellcat, but you don't see when he was struggling, trying to find a meal to eat. Like, you always want the grand and the big and this and that. 
also, I feel like in relationships in general, social media has just allowed the generations now to be okay with just being consumed in their phone. Like, can't have a regular conversation. We out. And you own your cellular device. You don't know how to put it down. Uh-huh. You can't sit down and have a deep conversation. And it's like, okay, you post all this stuff on Twitter, yeah. Instagram, da 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 da. But when it comes to having a conversation in person, you quiet. That's an interesting fact. Yeah, it it seems like we're disconnected from reality, like you said. I remember one time last semester, I went out to this coffee shop with this girl. Right, she brought her laptop. Shay. Okay. Yeah, she brought her laptop, and I was sitting there. I'm like, I get we're students. I get, but where's the off switch? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to understand you, you know. And it's like, look, we sat down. She pulled the laptop out of the out of the book bag. I'm like, hey, what? What am I supposed to do with this? So I just sat there, and I'm like, man, we're as a as a young person, and as the society is now, I'm like, where do people find the time to talk and, and sort of build that relationship? It's it's tough to to see where people find the time because that's mm-hmm. a lot of people a lot of excuses that you see people say is like, Oh, I don't have the time for it. But you you have to take out time. You literally have to block out a relationship if you want it to succeed in your schedule. You make time for what you want. You make time for what you want. And mm-hmm. if you want that relationship to prosper. You have to value it like you do anything else in life. Prioritize. And yeah, if it's a priority to you. And mm-hmm. I feel like some people don't see it as a priority. Mm-hmm. Like, they think it's going to naturally happen. But the but the rules have changed in the games of relationships. It's, it's a whole different ballpark of navigating a relationship, especially at a young age that we are at now. Like, I don't know who I want to be as a person yet. I'm only 22. I got rest of my life to live so it's tough to see the type of person that I am the type of person that I want to be and the type of person that I want for me Mm -hmm. also so I think there's a disconnect from reality and social media like you said Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like I feel like people forget that you don't have to base your relationship on what society says a relationship should be your relationship, your journey, your life is what you make it. It don't got to be, he don't have to have six figures and own three Hellcats and a track hawk. <laughs> like, if he loves, like, love is love, y'all. And I feel like Dee said it earlier. Once you love yourself and once you learn, once you build a relationship with God and learn what love is, your aspect and the your thoughts and ideas on what how a relationship should be will change, because you gotta love yourself. Can't nobody fill that void within you? No person can fill the void for you and love you for you. You have to love yourself and be confident in you, and not settle for less. Definitely, I I agree with that. And with this podcast, I always want to relate this podcast to. This podcast is for everybody, but I want to relate this podcast also to a black space. You know, my mm-hmm. black listeners out there, because that's that's what I am. That's what most of my listeners are, you know. Um, I don't know if you see it on Twitter or on Instagram. It seems like there's always an argument amongst black women and black men when it comes to relationships. And it's weird to see that, especially coming from my background, seeing my 
my grandparents who were married 50 plus years, you know, really were married since they were in high school and then seeing now how it's sort of shifted to, oh, if he not paying all the bills, then I'm not doing anything. Or mm-hmm. if she's not a traditional woman, I'm not doing anything. It seems like it's always a back and forth. Mm-hmm. Where do you think, Shay, that divide came from, especially in black spaces when it comes to relationships? I think the divide came from social media. I feel like social media now has such a heavy impact on people's beliefs, ideas, what they stand for. And it's like, um, also, we're young. Like, you can't expect somebody to be on a level of a 30-year-old. Mentally, our our brains don't stop developing until we're, like, 25. Uh And I just feel like... um, Oh, and then it's also that people don't want to um, take credit for what they've done wrong. It's always blame, blame, blame. I'm the victim. I'm the victim. Yeah. But in situations, there are some things that the person done wrong, and there are some things that you probably could have done better. Um, and I feel like oftentimes it's just I want to blame you because you. I don't want you to make me look bad. But it's not about making nobody look bad. It's about communicating and mm. seeing what we both can do better. And I feel like that's what society doesn't understand is that when when we have these conversations and we talk about stuff like this, it's never to belittle any gender right. or to belittle anybody that we're ha- talking about. Because everybody but, makes mistakes. Exactly. But to what is it to be aware of the mistake that you're making and right. work to better it? Because if you continue to make that mistake, it could be defined as, and if you don't communicate that mistake or in a relationship, how that affected you, it could just be defined of, oh, I didn't see it as such a big problem when whoever you were in a relationship might have saw it differently. Mm -hmm. It all comes down to communication. And with the boom of social media, with the way communication has changed, I think a lot of people, especially young people, don't have good communication Mm -hmm. skills because they're not put in those situations where they have to communicate. Mm -hmm. You could just send a text now or you could call somebody or... or you could go on social media and make a post and that'll mm-hmm. communicate. We're not really having real interactions or communication levels as our counterparts did back in the day with having to have those sit down conversations and really talk about the issue. You don't have to, you can avoid that in this day and age. So I think that's hindering a lot of relationships because people don't know how to build those communication skills amongst their partners. And then they don't know how to, put their partner's feelings into account because oftentimes when we do communicate is, oh, I don't know why, like you said, I don't understand why you feel that way or I don't know. But you can't, just because you don't know doesn't mean that it doesn't make what they're saying or their feelings valid. Right. Everybody perceives stuff totally different. We all go through life and we could be all in the same situation and tell a totally different experience and story. That's true. And, Thinking of relationships, especially relationships in these black spaces, is there anything you would like to see change, per se, when it comes to relationships? What's what's a relationship norm that you see today that you think is hindering relationships? A relationship norm that I see today would probably be um, not to jump on men, but to f- find yourself first. Focus mm. on loving yourself first. Focus on breaking down the insecurities within you. And females, too. Not even, let me not even, let me back up. Men and females, you got to work on yourself. You have to learn to love yourself. You have to learn to heal yourself. Mm. 
before you try to come into go into relationships looking for someone to fill that void of something. Um, yeah, it's just like you gotta be okay within you. You got to. Because I feel like a lot of that is like you mentioned, void filling. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping into relationships after a relationship mm-hmm. is just trying to fill something that's not fulfilled within yourself and mm-hmm. like I said earlier you have to fulfill that yourself first before you jump into something else and bring somebody else into that void because that's what's going to make the void deeper because it's not what you need at that point to heal what you need to heal and a lot of people get caught up in that I think especially in this mm-hmm. day and age because it's so easy to jump into a relationship mm-hmm. right now because people don't think long term of the effects of what right. happens in a relationship and eventually, Everybody. that's going to show up in the re- long term. Exactly. It's going to show up somewhere, and it's going to cause an issue. It's going to cause a problem. Because a lot of times, it's it's a lot of short-term thinking, mm-hmm. just feeling, oh, I want to have somebody I could talk to. Oh, I want to have somebody I could call at night. Oh, I want to have somebody that will be there for me. Oh, I'm bored. Oh, I'm bored. A lot of it is boredom. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is boredom. That is true. Yeah. And, and that just goes... That hinders you in reality because think about it. From the start of your twenties, you're in relationship after relationship after relationship. This is this is women and men. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, let me just say that now. Relationship after relationship after relationship, and then when it gets time to, you see everybody else married or having kids or in these really foundationally strong relationships. You, you want that, too, because that's what a lot of people want. They see that and they want that. That's why a lot of people are in relationships. But you don't know how to build that foundation because you never internally solved the problem that started in your 20s. So now, you, now you're 30 or 35 and you want to build something that you don't mm-hmm. have the blueprint for. You never, you never established that connection within yourself it's not anybody in society it's connection within yourself that hinders you now in the future and I think a lot of that is just people not thinking long-term effects of what they do and what happens you know and that's why it's so important to really just evaluate yourself and allow yourself to go through the things that you know sometimes we're raised and we our parents try try their best but it's still some things that we, we've we been hurt from and mm-hmm. we haven't healed from. Because that's life. It's life. And once you really allow yourself to be by yourself and be alone, that is hard. That When you first do it, yeah, that is hard. It but is. then you when you allow yourself to do it, it just makes life better because you, you become whole within yourself. Yeah, that's true. And, and a lot of things, when things exit your life, when you allow that space to be to be void and empty in a positive way, mm-hmm. it'll bring things into your life that are positive also. It's all about the energy that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So when you get rid of that negative energy, the positive energy will start to shift and come back. Mm-hmm. For example, with me, when I was talking to whoever I was talking to, I took the time and was like, you know what, I'm going to just take this time to be by myself, just you know, figure out myself, heal and I'm still healing. I'm still, you know, finding, figuring out that journey of myself. But a lot of positive things started to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a car, got a car, didn't have, podcast wasn't where it 
where I wanted it to be. And then at, towards the end, it was in the top 30% shared globally. Um, got back in the gym, got back good with family, people I didn't really talk to or started building a connection with them. You know, a lot of positive things started to enter my life mm-hmm. once I dealt with what I needed to dealt with internally. Mm-hmm. You know, that helped me and I'm it's still helping me. And I think everybody sort of needs to go on that journey. And once you once you understand that within yourself, it becomes easier to to know what's for you and what's not for you. And God will never take away something and not give you something better. Oh, yeah. Y'all, when the Bible says that if you go to God and give him all your burdens, all your worries, all your anxiety, all that, the peace, like you said, the peace that comes with it is... The peace is great. It's great. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I don't know shit. You you probably have little cousins and little, Mm -hmm. you know, people who look up to you navigating relationships and things of that nature, what are some like key points you would tell them when it comes to relationships and what they should look out for? Don't fall for fantasy. Don't settle. Don't allow the feeling of, oh, like he's attractive and just she's attractive. Don't allow, because... Manipulation is a thing, y'all. Mm-hmm. People know how to put on that show. They know how to say the right things. They know how to talk the right way, make <laughs> it sound sweet. But you also have to allow yourself to to see and to continue to watch and just actions speak louder than words. Let's just say That's that. That's true. It don't matter what you say to me. Your actions got to back it up. Mm-hmm. You got to show me. Show me you want me. You got to show me you want me. Right. What is you telling me that for going to do? It's not changing anything it's that's happening presently. Exactly. I got you. It's, and it's important to to know that and to pick up on those cues, mm-hmm. those pick up on what they're doing, not just what they're saying. And then I also say failed relationships don't mean like, oh, I wish this never happened. No, that was an experience and you learn from it. Right. Everything you go through in life, everything God takes you through in life is a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. And you just have to ask them well what are you trying to teach me in this season there's a lesson in everything there's a lesson in everything and if you're not learning the thing about life is not to stay complacent Mm -hmm. you got to learn you got to grow evolve and I feel like those experiences and just allowing yourself to be to feel helps and it's about how you perceive that that lesson that's being brought to Mm -hmm. you some people will perceive a lesson a lot of what I used to do back in the day, man, I used to see everything as a negative. I couldn't bring nothing positive out of a situation. But over time, I learned talking to people who cared about me, talking, you know, really deep diving in myself. Every lesson now that I take, even if it's not a positive lesson, it's a it's a positive in it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a positive lesson, mm-hmm. it's a positive in it. Feels and that's something. how you got to view life and relationships. Because I could, I could look at a relationship that failed and be like, ah, oh, you know, forget her. You know, I'm going to go down this path, I'm going to get her back, or I'm going to do this, 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 and this. That's just going to affect me negatively in the wrong mm-hmm. long run. It's not going to teach me anything. Or I could take the time, look at the lesson, and be like, hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I could do this, this, change this, and make this better. Mm-hmm. And that will not only help me, but help others around me. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to you gotta look at it like a with relationships and anything in society, you got to look at something long term. Look at don't look at the short term pain. Don't look at the short term victory. 
Look at mm-hmm. everything long term. Look at because what you do now is going to affect you later. Mm-hmm. That's that's in relationships. That's in life. The things that you do now, my uncle tells me this all the time. The things you do now will affect you later on in life. And we have this joke. <laughs> me and him have this joke that we have. He's like, in two weeks you're gonna be forty. <laughs> That's a fact. It's go. It's That's gonna a fact. In two weeks, in two weeks you are going to be forty. Life, life goes on. Life goes on, man. And in relationships and things of that nature, you have to look at it as a just a moment in your life, mm-hmm. not. Not, not as, the whole picture. Not the whole picture. And just because that moment hurt doesn't mean everything else has to hurt mm-hmm. after that moment. You had a bad 15 minutes. Bad 15 you seconds. You had a bad 15 minutes, 15 seconds. <laughs> That's all it was. It was That's a bad it. 15 minutes. What you do after that 15 minutes is going to shape the mm-hmm. person that you're going to be. And that's what I want y'all to understand. So, Shay. I like that. Thank you. No, thank you. So much. Definitely gonna, you're definitely gonna be back, y'all. Y'all get in tune with Shay. You know she's. You know we just met, but you know good friend of mine. You know really excited to see the journey that she's on, the journey that yeah. we're on. And, uh, yes. This has been the Book of Dionysius, season three. Please be prepared because we're going back to back. I'm trying to tell y'all this. This season I got a lot of things in store and a lot of things that. I think are going to help just not me but everybody who listens to the podcast so thank you Shay anything you want to say to the y'all to the lock in the book of Dionysius put your friends on your cousins your aunts uncles everybody cats dogs cats dogs y'all he got some hot some some heat some good stuff coming for y'all so make sure y'all lock in before I tweak out <laughs> appreciate you say this has been a book of Dionysius podcast We'll check back in later.